session on the green that song right there that song's for the guys sitting in the rippy seats you know the guys who burned through a whole quarter ounce in a 42 minute drive to a game they're gonna attend then wonder once they're in and parked should we smoke another L before we go in? <laughs> I don't I don't think so. Uh NASA nipples, relax. Pretty sure you're already on Neptune. That kind of consumption. Yeah, what the fuck? Fire it up. Today's soundtrack is brought to you by the Dayton family. With that classic banger. So high. That shit gets me hype. Because I sure the fuck can't see in here. It's much too loud in here to see shit. Apparently Willie Nelson rents this booth before me. Because it's always some hazy shade of rippy when I get in here. Can't be in sin and... Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. At least put a fan on before I come in. Last episode, we discussed a storied NBA franchise, and uh, today we're going to have a look at an NFL one. The assholes of the NFL, I like to call them, the Dallas Cowboys. Well, today, today we're going to expose the star, the big old star, for the feces pieces that they truly are. Who exactly coined this landfill America's team? Was it someone anti-American? Uh, maybe Robert Hassan? Tokyo Rose? Possibly Ultra Garms? Or maybe even Judas? Because uh, trust me, no real American would actually uh, back this steaming nugget of feces. Honestly, only a real traitor to America would coin these losers our team. Quotes. Uh, someone along the likes of, yeah, I don't know, Benedict Arnold, uh, Joe Biden. Yeah, know that. Because uh, most Americans I know only have one real thing to say about Dallas. And that is, uh, <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. And yes, I know every jerk who likes Dallas will tell you, yeah, yeah, we're a storied franchise. We're, yeah, we, we're legendary. Um, I guess that story was patterned after the likes of such, uh, such tales as Little Women, The Broom of the System, and In the Woods. 
which if you don't know anything about them, there's some incredible books with garbage fucking endings. Uh, yeah. In order to know about any meaningful Dallas season, uh, you probably will need to rent a time machine because I don't think you're going to catch it anytime uh, recently. Um, if you're lucky enough to get one of them, McFlyin', uh, you take that bitch back to 71. In case you don't realize just how ancient that was, 1971, fucking crook tits. Nixon was in motherfucking office. Come on. And get this, Disney World had just opened. Just fucking open. And fuck me running? Y'all wasn't even born yet. Come on. And after that title, there was a six-year drought until the cowgirls reclaimed their glory in 1977. I'm not uh, I'm not speculating on that game because, honestly, uh, I was only two. And I'm really not up on my pigskin knowledge at that juncture of life. You know what I'm saying? I was, uh, nah, nah, goo-goo. Dallas uh, needed to savor that victory as it was a long, cold 15 years until the next site of success, which came in 1992. Uh, that was so fucking long ago that informer, you know, uh, my man, whatever the fuck he says, by Snow. Yo, that was big in the ch- on the charts back in 92. And that's something I think we'd all like to forget. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm just, I'm just saying. That season and the next season, Dallas smoked the Bills like a freshly packed bong in two Super Bowls. But in fairness, do those even count? Buffalo is a no, the most notorious bed shitter in the universe. I do like them. I mean, I'm, but I put it how it is. I put it how it is. Don't forget, Bills is French, but we'd be fucking it up somehow. So that's what I'm saying. Do they even count? Dallas will puff out their big bad chest after what? Two wins against a fucking choker? A choker more notorious than Mama Cass? I mean, whatever. Two years later, that Dallas uh, team took out Pittsburgh to reign supreme once again. But in all reality, they beat a team um, that had Neil O'Donnell at the helm. (laughs) Uh, I'm surprised that guy could get his helmet on over those teeth. Uh, If you're nutty and you know it, throw a pick. You know. Not many people actually know this, but O'Donnell is uh, Turkish. For fuck, I threw it to the wrong guy. His nuttiness and nutty in general is a story for another day, another episode, another time. But uh, now that we have that little history lesson of your uh, powerhouse, and I'm saying that with quotations around it because uh, your powerhouse. 
the only thing that Dallas is powered by is bullshit. Let's check their playoff history since that win in the Super Bowl against Pittsburgh. A long, winding road of garbage over the next 26 years. So, uh, yeah, grab your hefty cinch sacks for this little piece of history. You're going to get some learn today. 1996, the champs, big champs, they entered the playoffs. Uh, they, they beat Minnesota round one, and then they got run right out of that fucking bracket by uh, that fucking drunk, racist, slurring, stiff Kerry Collins. Out of here. You fucking see you, Dallas. All right. Next season, 97. That season was on the back of a milk carting. Uh, carton. Missing the bracket altogether. Uh, 98. Dallas got into the playoffs, and they were uh, defeated by Arizona. <laughs> fucking Arizona? The, ch the chokers of the fucking... Millennium? Arizona shits the bed always. Not this year. They see it, Alice. 99. They took a fucking drubbing from Minnesota. Uh, 2000 now we're into. 2000, their playoff uh, hopes were a spectral vision in the bracket. Yeah, not there. Uh, 2001, they were unseen like John Cena. Uh, 2002, they had a case of absenteeism. Yeah, we're not present. No, they're not. Not today. Uh, 2003, they got in. And they had quite a fucking shellacking laid on them by Jake DeLome. DeLome. Yeah. Um, this is, man, this is power. I almost can't handle all the power. Just, come. 2004. Once again, the playoffs were an elusive item. Uh, 2005. I'll tell you, they got into the show, but that would be made-up info, just like their legacy. Uh, 2006, they got their uh, their lumps taken that year from Field General Matt Hasselback. Uh, that was after that bum Tony Romo coughed up a snap. Uh, 2007, another cancerous season ended by a tumor, uh, a money tumor, that is. Uh, 2008. A season full of imaginary tales, including making the playoffs. Uh, 2009, well, it pains me to say this, that they eliminated the Eagles. But in the next round, they took more licks than the Alcoholics in 93, as Sidney Rice made them his personal bitch. See ya. Uh, 2010, where we're at now. Well, I'll give you the next four years. They're uh, summed up in four words, mythical, fantasy, null, and void. Yeah, Dallas was uh, actually out golfing come playoff those four years. Uh, yeah. 2014, 
the playoff adventure started by barely getting by the Lions. I'm saying if any, if you barely get by the Lions, I don't even think you belong in the playoffs. Okay, you barely got by the Lions. Uh, then in a typical Romo fashion, big fat choke and a loss to Green Bay. Yeah. Shocking. Uh, yeah. 2015, the playoff bus was once again vacant. Uh, 2016, again, they got in, but they were run out the building, overthrown by uh, Ty Montgomery, that fucking powerhouse running back. Two touchdowns, and the Packers once again, sayonara, fuck face. Uh, yeah, 2017. Uh, the playoffs were, again, as hallucinatory as some shrooms. Yeah. Uh, I don't see it. 2018, the postseason was achieved. And by the skin of their nut bag, like a sea hare, they slid past the Seahawks. Only to have a beating laid on them by uh, C.J. Anderson and the Rams. 2019. Uh Postseason, um, it departed from them like Leo DiCaprio. Uh, yeah. And then 2020, once again, they were perished from the playoffs. Ah, that leads us up to the 2021 Cowboys season, which can be summed up with a few choice words. A flop, failure, a shitty fiasco. Not like that loopy variety, but I don't even know what the fuck that is. Uh, a big old fizzle. Not a dizzle. Not the guy that smokes pot out of an apple. A fizzle. Uh, you follow me, numb nuts? Fizzle. There's a, there actually is um, an official jingle for the 2021 Dallas season. It's a real catchy tune. Uh, you might have heard it. It goes flop. Flop, whiz, whiz, what a toilet Dallas really is. <laughs> Let's talk about uh, this debacle that just transpired <clears throat> against the 49ers. Uh, let me start off by clarifying one thing, though. I am no football coach and only call plays on Madden. Um, I have, however, watched a whole hell of a lot of football. And I also am not a fucking nitwit. Um, I never would have thought anyone with a sober mind would think that it was a brilliant idea to run a sneak from the opposition's 40-yard line with 14 seconds left. I mean, unless your quarterback was Jim Thorpe, yo, if that's the case, let that pony fucking run. Because not only will he run it all the way in, he'll tackle himself in the end zone. Fucking Jim Thorpe. But Dak Prescott? Ha! <laughs> uh, maybe McCarthy was sipping on the big 4-0 when he made that call. Uh, if you weren't aware, McCarthy is actually French for shitbox clock management. Uh, I mean, to keep it 100... He was probably too busy fucking eating to actually draw up a pass play. Fucking tubby. Come on. Come on, man. Put down the fork. 
there actually is a speculation coming out of uh, the Big D that McCarthy actually ate last coach Jason Garrett after taking his gig. Uh, not to mention, he also seems to be a recent graduate of Fork University as he doesn't know when to stop using it, shoveling it in with the best of them. Ah, sure seems that feeding your face runs wild like Hulkamania in Dallas. Seeing how every time I turn around, I have to see that sorry excuse for a running back, Ezekiel Elliott, stuffing his stupid face. Perhaps he should look for a can of talent O's to snack on. This guy is a fucking yub-yub with legs. Please don't try to fucking sell me that he's a premier back in this league. Dude's a sack of fucking grease. I suffered through a long fantasy season with this fucking clown on my roster. Every week thinking he'd live up to his fucking potential. Mm, wrong. Wrong. Not, not good thinking. He fucked me every week like a seasoned porn star. I actually wanted to interview him for this segment. But after Dallas's typical pamper filling in the playoffs, Elliot has returned to his home on Endor for the offseason. For a long winter of hunting stormtroopers and eating people with his next of kin. Chief Chirpa. Uh, Wicket W. Warwick. Uh, Papu. Lagre and Nippet. Um, unbeknownst to a lot of people, Elliot is actually a rare breed of these uh, furballs, known as a free walk, uh, which is actually a love child of freeway and uh, Kinesa. They once had a drunken fling one night in a bright tree village. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so let's, let's analyze the numbers on uh, this cowgirls, you know, their so-called number one running back. Uh, you might want a seatbelt on before you get blown away by these amazing fucking stats. Let me tell you. Um, not, um, I'm not breaking down the whole fucking season. Cause let's be real. I only got 30 minutes guy. So what I'm going to do is pick that bitch up after their week seven. Bye. All right. Get ready because you are, you won't even believe these, these numbers week eight, 50 yards, week nine, 51 yards, uh, week 10, 41 yards. Week 11, 32 yards. Uh, week 12, 25 yards. Uh, week 13, 45 yards. Uh, week 14, also 45 yards. Uh, 15, uh, 52 yards. <laughs> uh, 16, 37 yards. Uh, now we get to a big powerhouse. Week 17, 16 yards. Uh, <clears throat> and then week 18, 87 yards. That was uh, the highest week he had after the bye. And that was also against the Eagles' third stringers and cheerleaders. Um, yeah. His last week hitting 100 yards for the season was week five. And let's mention that in the last 10 games of the season, this so-called beast only had 25 catches, which ain't shit. And in five of those 11 games, he wasn't even the team's leading rusher. Come on, man. Number one, why? Because he's bullshit. Not sure you can say that he had, yeah, I mean, you can say, oh, he had a 1,000 yards. 
Yeah. But to keep it fucking real, to keep it a thousand percent, keep it real. Those yards gained amounted to a row of beans in hell. Because the only thing he's playing this week is burger time. After his whopping 31 yards showing last week on their exit from the postseason. Which also leads me to the next part of this piss pot offense. The field general, Dak Prescott. Uh, Cowboy fans will hype this junk to the fucking moon. Push, push, push. Talking about his big numbers, his amazing stats. Uh, Well, before all the blood rushes to your pant area, let's remember one thing. Dallas plays in the NFC East, which now a fucking days is a laughing stock of a division. A very far, a very, very far cry from the, the division it used to be back in my day. I grew up when it was, you know, the Eagles D, Reggie White, Jerome Brown, the, you know, Lawrence Taylor, just. The NFC East used to be a fucking beast, and now it's the NFC least. So don't give me that. If you didn't know this, I'm going to let you know, because I know some other stuff, and what I don't know, Yoda Packer knows. NFC East is actually Swedish for fell the fuck off. Um, And I know Dallas fans will harp about the monster numbers that uh, Dak puts up. I can hear him now. But Rip, don't you know, he's thrown for like 22,000 yards and 143 touchdowns. And back in 2019, he actually threw for almost 5,000 yards in that season. Ah, yeah, to which I'll say whoop-de-fucking-do. Know what else he did that season? He went fucking (laughs) 8-8. Yeah, and he didn't even get his ass in the playoffs. I honestly don't care if, as a quarterback, you throw for 42,000 fucking yards. If you don't bring home that fucking hardware, it's all for jack shit. And if you keep it real, the perfect description of Dak is puts up big old garbage numbers and wins meaningless fucking games. The proof is in his playoff performance. That's all you got to do. I, I'm i just letting you know it. He does it a damn self. Four games in the playoffs. Um, what's the record? Uh, one and three. Uh, yeah. Um, 1,048 yards and six touchdowns. But on the flip side of that, three picks, a fumble, and he was sacked nine times. You got to get rid of the ball in the playoffs, Sacky. Not the kind of numbers worthy of the big contract he was crying and bitching about. And honestly, for Jerry Jones to give him any kind of sizable deal, he should be drug tested, yo, like two or three times. Are you fucking crazy? Handing over this clown $160 million for four years? Four years just for... Dak? That's a lot of coin for a shitload of L's. And that might be acceptable if by L you meant Dutch Master. 
preferably packed, and not the uh, the losing variety of L, which is what Dallas just got a whole big plate of. Um, so, cowgirl fans, let me ask: Are you happy with the seventy-five million uh, Dak Durong brought home this year to drive your season off the uh, early exit ramp, like always? <laughs> 75 million he did to do that. Shit, I'd have done it for two. You know what I mean? Let's keep it real. I'd have done it for less than that, but come on. If I were you, I'd be calling Jerry Jones's office like, yo, I need a refund. You better get some of that money back from fucking Dak Dillinger because you just got fucking robbed. That's for real. Y'all got fucking robbed. So again, here's here's there's the history of your so-called storied franchise. Sounds like a lot of bullshit. Five Super Bowl wins, and like I said, two of them are whatevers. I mean, it's a Super Bowl, it's a Super Bowl, but yo, man, I'm sick and tired of every time you, you anything about Dallas is on a is on a ESPN or a sport talk show. Everybody wants to blow Dallas like there's some fucking great team oh dallas this and dallas that and dallas this and it you know fillet them to the fucking to jupiter yo fuck that fuck dallas that's what this whole episode is about for me to get to the the end of it and to say fuck dallas because it you don't impress me with anything you anything I just said there was a whole lot of bullshit. Fucking Tony Romo and Quincy Carter and fucking Marion Barber. Whatever. I'm not gonna sit here and list all that fucking garbage. Cause honestly, I don't even fucking remember it, cause I fuck Dallas. At the end of every day, you should say F Dallas and then say your prayers to God. But always say F Dallas. So thanks for your uh thanks for your ear today. If you made it to the end, I appreciate you listening. I'd like to uh as always give all praise to God above. For letting me be able to sit here in this smoked out studio and give you my take. Uh, I really don't think there's much more to say to a, you know, if you're a Dallas fan, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I'm sorry that you, uh, you're garbage. Uh, I mean, and on that note, fuck Dallas, fuck Dallas, fuck Dallas, fuck Dallas. It's your host, Rip Roaring, signing off another episode of On the Green. Know that.